Welcome to episode number five of the Can't Lose podcast with me, Nolan Hughes. I spoke with Matthew Staninger of Elon, North Carolina. Earlier this month, Matt won the Peterson Classic, a renowned annual bowling tournament in the Midwest. The tournament has a rich history dating back over 100 years, but Matt didn't just win the Peterson. He damn near set the all-time scoring record. The Peterson is like the 2004 Pistons. Scores are extremely low. Previous winners of the Peterson averaged a little over 200 for eight games, shooting around 1625 or so. Matt shot 1792, averaging 224 a game. He beat the runner-up by 160 pins, almost 20 a game. The other thing to note, the reason why scores are so low is that the Peterson isn't like any other bowling tournament. Instead of uniform lane conditions with clean approaches, the hosts intentionally fuck with the competitors. It would be like a baseball game where the infield dirt is complete mud, the outfield grass hasn't been mowed in weeks, waterlogged baseballs could be mixed in at any given time, your bat might be wiped with baby powder between at-bats, oh, and the pitcher is pitching from behind a curtain. It's deliberately impossible. That's the fun of it. That's what keeps people coming back, and that's why Matt's score is all the more impressive. All right, I guess we'll just get right into it. Is that that's cool with you? Works for me. All right. All right, so Matt, you uh, recently won the Hoosier Classic, or not the Hoosier Classic, I'm sorry. You recently won the uh, the Peterson Classic. I get those confused because they're both up in uh, this in that that area. Uh, you shot 1792. That was the highest score since what year again? Was that 1946? 1946 is what I was told, yes. Wow, that's that's impressive. The the pre, The second place this year was... 1635 so you out averaged the second leader by over 20 pins a game that's that's impressive uh what what do you think makes the peterson different from every other tournament it really stands out there's there are so many more obstacles it's 16 lanes in a small enclosed space mm-hmm. they really have any oil patterns or anything there it's just kind of a chuck it at the head pin and hope in a lot of senses mm-hmm. but they have waterlogged pins so there's there are different pins that have chips in them or or whatnot so they're very dead some of them can be heavy some of them can be very light mm-hmm. they put over the arrows so you're not able to actually see the arrows or the dots on the lane which can right. be a little bit difficult for targeting mm-hmm. you're about two balls into the peterson so uh, that limits your arsenal very very yeah. heavily and then on the wall pairs, the walls are right up against the lane too. So it gives you very little portions of those two lanes, 16 for the right or 16 for the lefties, one for the righties to really be able to even place your feet. Gotcha. What was your game plan going in? Did you, uh, did you plan to hook the ball at all or just throw fireballs? The plan was to make sure I was not overthrowing it this year. I. In past years, I've tended to have way too much ball speed the first couple of games, and then you gotcha. get a lot of deflection, you end up leaving some pocket splits, you end up uh, not kicking out four sixes, but it, it's mm-hmm. to stay really close to the head pin, uh, play some racks, play, play the lanes, just a, a touch on as far as uh, where the friction is for, for what the plan of the attack was for each specific lane. Gotcha. Did you uh, did your game plan change at all as you uh, started putting up some numbers throughout the throughout the event? Somewhat. We got my pair. I think got a little bit lucky with where we started this year because we we got on what I think were the more scoreable pairs early. Gotcha. Help that 
felt that block be really, really good to start. I was 133 over after four. So at that point, it really was more of a make sure I was keeping it even closer to the head pin. At that point, you know, average, we're, we're on the last day. So already knew what scores were going to be. Average will be for the last four. I'm going to get the win. Anything more than that is going to be bonus. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, did you, I read on uh, Jeff Richko's post that you threw a backup ball for one of the, on one of the lanes. Yeah. Lean, uh, lean two. I'm sure it's going to be different every year. They mm-hmm. change every year, but uh, lane two, four out of my five shots, the two pin was very off spot and was very close to the four pin. Mm-hmm. That made a wide pocket on that side, so I wanted to get a little bit of drive going the other way, so I I insisted on using a backup ball. I struck, I think, four out of the five shots in that lane, yeah. so ended up working out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I remember when we bowled, I think it was one of the hardcores, we, we were paired up together with uh, Kenan and he was telling me, he's like, dude, you got to see this backup ball. Because that in college, we th- we threw some backup balls at some splits, but you can you can throw a, a nasty one. And so that it was cool to see you actually pull that out of the arsenal and win something with it. Um, so how does it feel to uh, to win this event after how many years have you bowled in it? This I believe was my eighth one, and honestly, this has always been my favorite event of the year. It's something that really. Uh, it's something that's really different and uh, to win it, it it's super prestigious so feel great about that um there's there are so many really talented bowlers who bowl this event and who compete very well in this event and then uh, yeah to pull out that win feels great mm-hmm. did you start you bowled in college at marion right is that when you started competing in it i started as soon as i turned adult they now allow you to be able to bowl the tournament as well um gotcha. right whenever i turned adult, it was an adult tournament gotcha all right uh so uh 1792 that number just blows my mind still i remember reading it and was like that, that that's a typo maybe 1692 maybe because the the previous winners last two years were 1627 and 1599 how does it feel to like at your place in bowling history it feels great to have a breakthrough when, when you put up a number like that just everything has to go right and mm-hmm. those things it was very very good shot making it was very good decisions but at the same time everything went right i really didn't leave hardly any corner pins on uh pocket hits whenever you're pretty much chucking at the head pin mm-hmm. that's very fortunate. i think i left a total of four or five back row pins the entire eight game block so that's just getting the perfect roll into the pocket really whenever uh whenever you're playing that straight and that tight that that's unheard of Mm -hmm. and then uh how have you been bowling since the event i saw you want to you want a tournament this weekend right i did uh i bowled a trios tournament with ryan simonelli and then jack ness who are two very large names out here Mm -hmm. um we had a really fun event we shot 31 11 for four games of trios which just Mm -hmm. missed five USB-C all time by um I think 13 pins or something wow. almost and, uh, two records in a month that that would have been really cool all three of us shot 300 though in that event and, wow. um, I got a 300 in league last last week as well and you you've been on a roll here that's good it's good to hear uh I appreciate your time thanks for speaking with me thank you yeah yeah this was fun good deal yeah
Thanks again to Matthew Stanager for speaking with me. Not my finest interview, but hey, we're learning. Today's recommendation is a TV show on Hulu called Letterkenny. My teammates told me about this back in undergrad. I think I even watched the pilot once or twice. And then my sister recommended it to me a few weeks ago, gave it a shot, and I'm hooked. So the tone is similar to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's set in rural Canada in this small town called Letterkenny. The main characters are farmers, although they rarely do any farming. And the show is about their adventures and tensions with these local hockey players, meth heads, a whole bunch of random other people. It's, I, I don't really know how to describe it other than it's fucking hilarious and that you should check it out. All right. Thank you to everyone for listening. If you like the pod, do me a favor. Tell your friends. Share the link. Rate it five stars. You know the deal. Now, pitter-patter. Let's get at her.